Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. So happy to have you with us here today. And if you are new to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, let me mention to you that we do this show as many as five times a week. So this is your first time hearing us or first time watching us on YouTube. And I say me, you know, I usually have my husband and he's usually my co-host. JC Hall is usually with me, but today he's not with me. So it's just you and me. But if this is the first time, make sure you go to chrisannhall.com and check out our older episodes. What I do is I bring to you the stuff in the daily news that you see so that you can understand it from a constitutional and historical perspective. And even though we're doing current events, these issues never expire. You know how news media switches from one issue to the next or they beat the same issue to death. What we like to do is be a teach show and not a talk show so that these bits of information last forever. We're teaching principles not party bias or government revision or whatever the propaganda of the day is. So go to chrisannhall.com, catch out an old show. Hey, let me go ahead and just challenge you. If you're new to the show or if you're not a regular listener to the show, I know I have so many so many of you out there. You guys send me messages all the time about how binging on Chris Anna Hall Daily Journal today that you can't know. <laughs> how much that lifts my spirits. But I just want to say to you, give you a challenge. Why don't you give your friends this challenge? Listen to three episodes and then see if you just don't want, I mean, just go through chrisannhall.com and search through all the lists of messages and pick three that resonate with you and then see if you don't want to listen more. I guarantee you'll want to listen to more. So first and foremost, I want to say a huge thank you to you got all of the Liberty First listeners out there who helped us in this, this amazing opportunity that we have coming up. You see, we, uh, we have this opportunity to reach in a new unique audience, a half a million new people. And we asked, we sent out the call for partners on this issue last week on the Daily Journal. And I'm going to tell you what, within 72 hours, we had met the goal. I was all prepared to come on the show today and say, hey, um, we've got a big donor and he wanted us to know that he seeded the pool and he wants everybody to chip in and we're halfway there or we're three quarters there. But here we are. The, the goal has been met, and I'm so thankful to all of you who stepped up 
and partnered with us on this new uh, unique experience that we're about to have. And uh, they tell me it'll take about three weeks from start to finish. So make sure that you stay tuned in here or stay tuned in at our um, uh, social media. We'll be announcing how things work. We'll be announcing when the release of this is. I don't, I don't know a lot of details yet, but as soon as I get them, I will let you know. Also, those of you who did partner with us, remember um, I've sent you an email. And those of you who donated $100 or more, you got your email already. So make sure you you look. If you didn't get your email yet, contact me because I sent all the emails out. You got your free download on the Liberty First University course on the right to keep and bear arms. So everybody who has donated uh, ought to have their emails by now. If you don't have it, then contact me and we will make sure that you get that set up. So... Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Today, I just want to mention to you that life seems surreal for me. As somebody who has been steeped in this, this liberty study, this constitution study, this liberty message. And I mean steeped, you know, when you don't see JC and I here on YouTube or on uh, listening to us on your podcast or however your radio station or however you're listening to us, this is who we are. I mean, we're, we're talking about this stuff in the car. We're uh, talking about this stuff at home. We're watching the, the news. We're, I mean, this is our life. Now, we don't, this is not entirety of our life, but you know, this is, this is it. We don't part-time this. And for somebody who has been steeped in this for over a decade now, what I see happening in America, what I see happening in media, what I hear from the mouths of media and politicians and pundits it is reaching an almost unbelievable level of surrealism. And I just, I just seriously want to mention to you uh, what has happened to me. Uh, those of you who follow me on social media, you, you already know this. But I was invited to speak to a controversial group. And the group was held in the public and in the media as being controversial because some of the members may or may not have been racist or white supremacist. And the media and several pundits and social groups have been, I gotta say, just say viciously. This, this puts the whole, I'm criticizing Dan Crenshaw for leaving behind his oath and turning against the right to keep and bear arms kind of attack. This is an attack that I like I've not seen since I got fired for teaching the Constitution nine years ago. There are media outlets out there, both television, internet, and newspapers that published that I am a white supremacist simply because I agreed to speak to a group that may or may not have white supremacists in them. 
Can I tell you that I don't do a survey of the members of any group before I agree to uh, before I agree to teach any group? Can I tell you that I don't I honestly don't even research a group before I agree to go talk to them because I am willing to speak the truth anywhere because my message does not change. My message does not change regard it doesn't matter who I'm speaking to. I'm here to teach the constitution. That's what I do. And I'm going to say if the people are as bad as they profess them to be, don't you think somebody ought to talk to them about truth? And so I'm really just I'm 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 just I'm just like I said it's just amazing to me how far down the rabbit hole the general population in America has become that simply doing your job makes you a racist or a white supremacist. I asked several people who confronted me on this. It's like, okay, so if the school teacher teaches them, is that school teacher now a white supremacist because there are people in their college class that are white supremacists? What about the doctor? If the doctor, you know, does open heart surgery on a white supremacist, does that make the doctor a white supremacist? My husband actually uh, asked some people, because when we went, I, I'm not going to be bullied, okay? I'm simply not going to be bullied. I got fired because I refuse to stop teaching the Constitution. I'm not going to change my, my principles now, this far down the road. If anything else, I've become more settled in my principles. And while we were at this meeting, there were people outside protesting and shouting with bullhorns. And my husband went out and talked to him and said, look, you know, I understand you don't like these people, but don't you think that maybe a little human contact if they're as bad as you think they are, have you ever tried to convince and convert them? Your wife's a racist. She's a, she's a white supremacist. You must be a white supremacist too. Seriously, why is my white wife a white supremacist? She's here. Well, you're here too. Well, I'm just here to protest. Okay, well, the media is here. Are they white supremacists because they're here? And my husband says, the man looked at him and said, well, they're here to do a job. He said, well, so is my wife. And her job is to teach the Constitution. So the newspaper printed an article about me being associated with white supremacists. Now, maybe it's stung a little bit more because this is my hometown in Florida, not hometown where I grew up, but hometown Florida. And the fact that you know, they attacked me in this way publicly. It probably will never be heard on a national scale other than what's been printed in the, the uh, internet media, which is nothing new. The internet leftist, progressives, federal supremacists, they all hate me. But I went ahead and I published a press release with my public statement on this. I have no idea if the newspaper is actually going to print this. I sent it to them, I don't know. I think maybe I will check back to now, uh, tomorrow sometime and see if they're gonna print it. But I don't, I don't really hold out high hopes that they will give me fair play. I, I, I really don't. Maybe we can all be shocked, right? Maybe we can all be shocked together. But when we come back after the break, I wanna read to you 
my press release on this. I tried to put this out in social media, but people got distracted by the picture that I put up uh, with this. So I'm going to publish it again this week without a picture because I can't believe how many people commented on the picture rather than reading the article. I, I, whatever. And then when we, I finish sharing this, I'm going to share another story with you about just how surreal this has become. Because, look, we have to make a change here in America. And that change has to begin with me. And it has to begin with you. We have to stop being silent. And we have to start speaking truth. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. And as promised, here is my press release, which who knows if press is going to take it up. My press release on my experience last week with this group. Now, let me let me mention to you, I still have no idea if the people that I spoke to were white supremacists. I can tell you that there were people in that meeting that were not white supremacists. I can tell you that much. I can't tell you who was, but I can tell you who wasn't. So to, I, to lump all these people into one group is simply Marxism. You understand that guilt by association is a Marxist principle. And I'm gonna, I, I just want you to hear my statement so you know where I stand on this. Because inevitably somebody's going to mention to you after they Google me, Chris Ann's a white supremacist. Why are you listening to her show? So then you can go to my website, chrisannhall.com, and see my puzzle, public statement on racism, and I'll show you. Here we go. Ready, everybody? Racism is, and probably always will be, a vile blight on humanity. I do and will always condemn racism and acts of violence. I am blessed beyond measure to have married into my biracial family and have adopted my biracial son. I couldn't hate a race without hating those I hold so dear. But just to clarify for those who don't know me personally, today I had the opportunity of speaking to a group that is accused of having odious and racist views. Some accused me of sharing the same alleged views simply because I showed up to speak. Now I can't speak to what any group or members of that group may believe since I was there to share what I believed. Which is, which is that all deserve liberty and all deserve sound representation from elected representatives who operate within the confines of America's constitutional rule of law. Obviously, those listening believe uh, what those listening believe does not change my message whatsoever, and I will never shy away from sharing truth to whomever is willing to listen, particularly if they are as messed up as people claim. Today's presentation on state and local responsibility will always contain a message of promoting love and liberty for our neighbors. I always admonish those who cry for violence and civil war and tell them that our solutions are peaceful 
and that unity, not division, makes us strong. I said the same today as I spoke. Whether those seeds find root is between God and the hearer. I don't, but I don't believe positive change takes place by each shot side shouting at each other from across the road. Conversion takes connection. This is the real reason I'm not intimidated by guilt by association slander. If I can sow the seeds of truth to change the heart of even one KKK member, then I will speak to him. If I get called a racist for speaking truth to a racist, then so be it. I also have no beef with peaceful protesters. But if I'm given access to those who need truth, I will always take the opportunity to speak directly to a person rather than protest from outside. While some might find disagreement with how I believe the Constitution should be applied, what you will never find is me conveying or promoting a message of hate or violence. God is no respecter of persons. There is neither Jew nor Greek nor bond nor free in the sight of God. I condemn any and all forms of racism, violence, or racial supremacy. There is no superior race or color, only sinners in the need of God's loving kindness and redemption through Jesus Christ. My husband, who is of African descent, believes the same, and my adopted son, who is Mexican, is being taught the same as well. We will go where truth is needed, and we will never be bullied into silence by the critics. Racism is hate, and hate must be overcome with truth spoken in love. That takes contact. That takes the hard task of meeting face-to-face and speaking reason. You can shout the words of love and peace through a bullhorn, but that will never make them a reality. Somebody's going to have to make human the human connection, and I'm willing to be that someone. Even if it means I must suffer the slings and arrows of those distracted by the current narrative of hate and deceived by the lies of those who continue to profit off the division of America. So that's my message, and that's why we do what we do. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. So what I hope to bring to you every single day is the boldness in the message of truth that you will reach out and make those personal connections to convince and convert and save people from the deceptions of lies that's overtaking America today. Arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Remember, you can watch us on YouTube, every Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. We have them also published on YouTube. You can see our faces, and today you will just see my face. But we are coming to the end of our enrollment of defense. So in defense of liberty, there's still a few more slots open. So don't dally, don't dilly, don't delay. Make sure you go to chrisannhall.com, click on the In Defense of Liberty banner, and sign up now. This is a life-changing class. We only hold them once a year. 
and we are holding this one in Texas. It's a central part of the United States. You still have time to get plane tickets. You can drive, you can fly, you can rent an Uber. I don't care. Just make sure you get there. So I don't know if you guys are as touched in the, you know, in your heart by the division that is being taught in America today. It is absolutely surreal to me. I wanted you to see there's this article in the blaze about um, the man and the woman who shielded their infant son in the El Paso shooting. The surviving family members who are now taking care of the son, the brother of the slain couple and the uncle of the injured, injured child now has custody of that child. And there's a picture of him standing with the president and the first lady because Donald Trump came to offer his condolences and his support and share it in their sadness. And what's crazy, this is the whole surreal thing. The brother of the slain couple is receiving death threats. Not threats about their immigration status or their ethnicity, but death threats over their association with Donald Trump. And because they stood in a photo with Donald Trump, these people are getting death threats. Seriously, is, 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 have they not suffered enough already? Now look, this is what I'm talking about. I am, I am teaching a group of people in Lake City, Florida, outside of where we're, we're teaching, right? Right outside the meeting, there's protesters. There's a protester with a bullhorn yelling, uh, love, not hate. They're holding signs, love your neighbor. Nobody's actually gone up and talked to anybody other than my husband. What's crazy is my husband went up to these two young men. He didn't identify himself as the husband of Chris Ann Hall. And he said, why are you here? And the, they mentioned my name. He says, oh, yeah, wh wh what makes you think she is a white supremacist? And they said, oh, well, we read this. You know, she does this, that. And they didn't say they read this. She says, oh, because this, that, and the other. And he says, you know, he said to me, you know, dear, what they were doing was reciting from an article on, online, because we saw the articles online. He said, they're reciting from an article online. And so he asked them, he said, so what is your personal experience? Do you know anything about, well, no, we've never actually seen Chrisanne. We've never actually heard her speak. We didn't even go to her website. We know nothing about her. We're just here to protest and to call her a white supremacist, seriously. So my husband sat there and talked to him and said, well, you know, I happen to know Chrisanne Hall. She's actually my wife. And I know that what that article said is lies. And that face-to-face -face contact that he had with those two young men, they are now followers of Chris Ann Hall. They now have books and DVDs from Chris Ann Hall. They're now going to my website to listen to my podcasts. Why? Because somebody had face-to-face -face contact with them. But what's interesting is the protesters who were angry about the very presence of, of these people they thought were white supremacists, never once sparked a conversation with anyone. 
They just yelled angry things, shook their fists, and, 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 and shouted, love your neighbor, in a very uninviting way. But those people, I don't know those people in particular, but those people who were opposed to this group being here, the ones saying, love thy neighbor, they actually slashed tires in the parking lot and cut the lines of the air conditioning units to the building that the meeting was being held in. Love thy neighbor while we slash your tires and vandalize your property. And what's crazy is not one person in that meeting they said was full of hate and white supremacy or whatever. Not one person in that meeting made a hateful comment to anybody. Not while I was there. I don't know what happened after I left, but made a hateful comment to anybody. They preached nonviolence in the meeting while I was there. Nobody in that meeting damaged anybody's property or, when it, or, or made an effort to hurt anybody. And yet here we have the same thing with Donald Trump and this family. This family has suffered. And the same people who call Donald Trump a racist, who accuse him of breeding hate, are the same groups of people that are now th threatening death threats to a victim's family, to family who are now victims. They're victims as well, you realize. Death threats to them just simply for standing in a picture with Donald Trump. So you can say what you want, but this is just surreal to me. This is not, this is not how sentient beings behave. It's just, it's so disturbing to me, the power that the media holds over the people as a whole at this point. It's disturbing to me how much influence these political hate-mongering prostitutes have with certain groups of people. I don't know. I'm just, I, I seriously, like I said, I'm just, it, it's surreal. It is absolutely, absolutely surreal. Another surreal thing for me today is a headline, Greg Jarrett, Comey's FBI, was running a secret counterintelligence operation against Trump, new docs show. Duh. Why do we need new documents to know that Comey's FBI was operating against Trump in the election? Why do we need, uh, didn't, I'm sorry, you guys, am I, did I have a moment of premonition? Did I, you know, have this dream where I predicted the future and now everybody is just learning that Comey was operating the FBI against Donald Trump? I mean, because this is actually a Fox News opinion that was released. I actually, to tell you what, I went back and double checked the byline just to check the date to see if maybe I, you know, sometimes people recycle old news and, and I have to go, oh man, that's two years old. Why am I looking at this now, right? I look back. It was published this evening. So I'm just wondering out those of you who are listening, help me with a sanity check here, please. Did I dream this and now it's coming to pass? 
Or did the American population already find out months and months and months ago that Comey's FBI was working counterintelligence against Trump in the election? I mean, seriously, this article says newly obtained documents confirm that Comey's FBI was running a secret and corrupt counterintelligence operation against the Trump campaign in the summer of 2016 and repeatedly deceiving the foreign intelligence surveillance courts thereafter in order to wiretrap a Trump campaign associate. I'm, this is so bizarre to me. This is so bizarre to me. I'm beginning to wonder. Maybe Chris Ann Hall's psychic and she doesn't even know it. It says the, the documents show that FBI and DOJ were warned repeatedly by Orr that the ex-British spy Christopher Steele was virulently biased against the target of their investigation, Trump, and that Orr testified that he cautioned the FBI, quote, these guys were hired by someone, uh, somebody relating to who's related to the Clinton campaign. I, I don't know, guys. Look, if you're watching on YouTube right now, leave me a comment and say, no, 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 Chrisanne, you're not nuts. We already know this. We have no idea what Fox is talking about. This isn't, we don't need any additional news. We don't need any more documents. We've already seen all of this. You're not crazy. Or you can say, you know, Chrisanne, I, I never heard this before. You must truly be psychic and, and please, you know, hang up a sign and start predicting the future for the rest of us. So I, I don't know. You can leave it on the Facebook post. You can tweet me, whatever you want. Because I'm really asking for, for a check here. Am I psychic? Or is this old news? And then the question is, because I, I'm not psychic. You know, I'm totally not psychic. I have mother's intuition, but I'm not psychic. So I have to ask ourselves, once again, I think I said this last week on the Daily Journal. How much more? How much more do we need? It's sort of like playing Jenga, right? You start pulling the pieces out and you start wondering, how many more pieces can I remove before the whole thing falls over? I just want to know how much more we need. Because this Fox News article is acting like this is all brand new stuff. Like, oh, we've got more evidence. Well, great, we got more evidence. We got new evidence. Now what are you going to do with it? Seriously. I'm sick of this. I, if, this is, if this were a foreign country, the people would be carrying pitchforks and torches already. I don't know. For some reason, foreigners in their own countries are outraged by for, by lesser slights on their liberties than Americans are who live in a constitutional republic with documents that are supposed to secure their liberties. Maybe that's it. You know, that's actually an argument that several of our founders made. That by creating the Bill of Rights, we would create a false sense of security in the hearts and the minds of the people that would actually give way for those in power to abuse our rights while the people rested in a false sense of security because the rights were written down. Other countries, they don't have a Bill of Rights, but what they do have is a people who don't want to have their rights violated. They want to stand for their rights. I don't know, I'm just asking, how much more? I'm a long, long 
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Remember, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see the chrisannhall.com banner. You can also see the Liberty First University banner. Can I announce to you, I am so happy this year round. This is year number two for Liberty First University. And with school starting, with school starting, we are seeing enrollments at Liberty First University in year number two that we haven't seen in the whole two years we've been, uh, we've had this forum for you. Enroll your, your students. It doesn't matter. Middle school, high school, college students. I have law students enrolled at Liberty First University. I have, I have professors enrolled in Liberty First University. Enroll and learn the truth. And that's what it's there for. Remember, we're there to speak truth, to take back the narrative, and to restore our constitutional republic. And that will never happen until we the people do something. You see, it takes we the people to, to defend our constitution. James Madison said that the Constitution was nothing more than a parchment barrier that could not be defended unless the people themselves stood for their liberties. Samuel Adams said that we had to be knowledgeable, we had to be virtuous, otherwise liberty was going to be taken from us. We would be tamely surrendering our liberties. So I want to talk to you about one more thing, one more thing before we go, one more. So this is like my surreal America show, right? How much more? I, I, I read this and I started seeing it all over uh, the headlines. U.S. senators ask Amazon CEO to explain low quality products, right? So this happens to come from a tech mag. It says, look up nearly any product on Amazon, and in the search outcomes, you will see an Amazon's Choice badge. The eye-catching badge indicates what Amazon says is extremely rated, affordable goods, accessible for immediate shipping. The firm is awarding the distinction to listings with manipulated reviews and inferior goods, two senators say. We have New Jersey Senator uh, Bob Menendez and Connecticut Senator Richard Blumenthal are questioning Amazon to clarify their low-quality products. Menendez says, I'm worried that the badge was designed arbitrarily. Or worse, the badge could mislead customers. This is, I, I need some kind of like little noise that, that triggers or, oh, that's a bad word these days, triggers, that indicates we've slipped into the twilight zone. We've got two senators sticking their nose in a private business that they got no business sticking their nose in. I don't need any senator worrying about the products that I'm buying. Goodness gracious, what happened to the principle of caveat emptor, buyer beware? We no longer have to be responsible about the choices that we make when we buy stuff. I, I don't get this. Okay, but here. The senators are worried about the fact that, that Amazon might be arbitrarily applying a badge of, of confidence to a product that they might be, okay, they might be misleading their customers into buying something. Why aren't these senators worried about an, the arbitrary writing of our laws? 
about the fraud being perpetrated on the American people by politicians when they are standing in front of us and talking about laws that are going to destroy our liberty and turn America into a socialist Marxist combat zone. Tyranny. You've got these people running around talking about the TAPS Act as if it's some kind of savior to America, talking about red flag laws. Where's where's Menendez? Where's uh, Where are these senators who are worried about the arbitrary claims of Amazon? Why aren't they pointing out the arbitrary claims of our congressmen? I, I don't get this. I, this, is, this is surreal. This is... Hey, Menendez, this is none of your stinking business. How juvenile and how childish and how irresponsible have the American people become as a whole when we can't even buy a product and be responsible for our own choices. We need the government. Menendez says he would definitely consider a law to control marketplaces to be more transparent about designations like the Amazon's Choice badge. You know what? Customer, do your research. Do your research. Don't be such a child. Pull up your big boy, big girl pants and be a grown-up for a stinking change and stop letting the government live your life for you. This is how America is lost when people in government live our lives for us. Time to grow up, America. God bless. We'll see you next time.